What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of It's Your World with your host, Jordan Brown, Dane Allen, Uptown Jordan Brown, all those different names. You know, that's what they call me. Before I start this off, I start this like I start majority of these shows. How are you? You good? I'm glad to hear it. Man, last week was a trip down memory lane to sit down with Anobi Nicole and just get an idea of what she's got going on. And as you heard in the interview, I've known her for a long time. I've known her since I was a teenager. And I'm just going to go out and say it. She's a trendsetter. She set the standard for what I thought it was to be an individual in a way. You know, she's one of those people that, you know, influence you. You might not even notice it. You didn't know that she or she had that type of impact on you. But when you look back on things and you talk about those old times and kicking in when you was a shorty and everything like that, and you see, like, man, you know what? You were one of the first people I saw be different. You were one of the first people I saw be weird. And and you were okay with yourself. You you were being yourself, and that was fine. And, you know, I wanted to make sure I got her on the show. You know, she travels, so... She was here in Chicago. I wanted to sit down with her and talk to her. Like, hey, man, look, what do you got going on? What are you working on? You got the fashion. You got the jewelry. You got the health and wellness, the vegan deal going. Like, I thought that was amazing. Like, to see that and to see somebody incorporate the things that they do in their life and make it look so seamless and easy. You know, I thought that was one of the things that really, um, that was really impressive. So I hope you guys follow her on uh, IG at Anobi Nicole. And check out our website, AnobiNicole.com. You can see some of the other stuff she's got going on, too. I did not talk about this stuff. Um, on a, I did another podcast, and, and we forgot to talk about it. I don't, I don't really remember exactly if we did discuss it last week. But LeBron and his school. I don't care what you say, man. That's amazing. To plant a seed like that where you from is amazing. And it looked like a lot of thought went into it. I can only commend the dude. And it's crazy that you see a lot of people breaking down all the budgets and all the stuff like that that go into putting something together like that school. But that place is going to be a beacon of hope for some kids, man. Like, I even saw something like they're having... um, Opportunities for the parents of the kids to have to get jobs, to fill out applications and different stuff like that. Like, damn, that's taking it to a whole nother level. Like, that's, I, I don't know if it's a public school or a charter school, whatever kind of school it is. That's crazy, man. And to think this is just a basketball player that they told a couple of months ago, just shut up and dribble. He's changing lives. Changing lives, man. Like, the impact of that. And this ain't got nothing to do with no LeBron and Michael Jordan comparison or Kobe comparison, nothing like that. Like, to take your status and to implement an institution, a legitimate institution, a legitimate institution to help people and kids where you're from get to another level in life. Like, I read somewhere that they go have these kids given the opportunity to be paid, get paid um, tuition to go to... uh, Akron. Like, how crazy is that? I mean, I commend you, bro. The big homie, I commend you, LeBron. Keep doing your thing. Now, it's still weird as hell to see you in a Lakers uniform, but keep doing your thing. You got to give your props to the man. So, I feel like that was one of the things that, you know, it might be. I mean, you saw Magic Johnson do that with the Boys and Girls Club and all that stuff like that. I think that um, is one of the deals that he did coming up. But for this kid to be who he was in the spotlight for so long and then grow into the man he's become, like, you, you, you breaking barriers, bro. Continue to do so. You got my vote. That's also where he'll be like Secretary of Education. <laughs> if we vote LeBron in, hey, man, you got my vote, dog. But, yeah, so that's my take on that whole LeBron school thing. Like, that's big, dog. Keep doing you, man, and keep going, bro. That's black excellence, as they would say, which we need a lot of, so appreciate that. But some more black excellence is on the way. This week's episode, Scott Anthony Riley, CEO of Be The Flow, is a movement. He's doing things like having people come out and exercise. That's the fitness component. Not only that, you go meditate. 
You know what I'm saying? He got you meditating. Then he got them doing yoga in the hood, G. Yoga in the hood, y'all. Yoga in the hood. That's crazy, right? <laughs> I remember talking to people about doing yoga, and they tell me, like, man, I ain't, uh, I ain't never did no yoga before. I don't know nothing about that. It's like, yeah, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't know nothing about that. We got to sit down and talk about a lot of different things. Just him coming up with his idea and not knowing where we exactly come from, but allowing people to connect and share his story, bringing, you know, all aspects of his organization to different places. So he's talking about taking this place internationally, hopefully. And and the thing is, it's almost already there. So we talk about that a lot, too. He's only two months in. He's got people buying his gear and everything in, in France. They're all over the world, all over the country, San Francisco. I think I saw Detroit in there. He's got Chicago as the home base. A lot of different places, man. He's got a lot of stuff going, and it's impressive to see somebody build something and, 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 and in two months' time just take it to that level. For me, you know, I, I think it's impressive. I liked it. You know, I like it. I don't know. But he's helping people, you know, break boundaries. And not only is he talking about mental health, you know, that idea of saying, okay, well, I'll be all right. There's nothing wrong with me. You know, but no, get out and talk to people about it. And that's one thing that I thought was really impressive too. If you go to his page on uh, Instagram at be the flow 2016, he's doing big things, man. He's got people putting posts up, talking about their days, talking about what's going on with them in their life, and they're having the opportunity to sit down and have other people discuss those days with them. Sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes it takes for you to be going through some shit and be able to talk to somebody about it. Impressive. Like I said. And the whole thing stemmed from him wanting to make an impact before it was all said and done from him, for him. He's letting people know they can be the flow anywhere. And that's why when you look at the gear, you'll see some of his shirts, they even have area codes on them. So he gave me one. It's be the flow, and it's 773. Like, the area code's like, oh, shit. He's like, yeah, you know, I want people to be able to be the flow anywhere they are. So when you go and you go and buy a shirt at be the flow.myshopify.com, you'll be able to update the, the, the look of the shirt. So your shirt will be whatever design you choose, and then you'll have the 773, uh, 216, whatever area code you have, and you can put it on the 708, whatever. Wherever you are, you can represent by being the flow. I thought that was, uh, man, it was really, it, it got to a point where, you know, he kind of, Scott kind of broke down a little bit. He was talking about a situation where they had a young lady who was working out, and she hadn't worked out in so long. She didn't really know what was, you know, what she could do. And he just broke down talking about how she broke a barrier that day. You know, she had a breakthrough. She was working. She did her thing and finished the workout. And I thought that was amazing. Like, people... Some people have never worked out before in their life. Some people have never exercised. So I know people haven't meditated before. People haven't done yoga. And, like, to be there when people are actually finding these new um, abilities, when they're finding out that they can do these different things, I can only imagine how impactful he felt he was at that moment. And you can tell he cared because, he, like I said, he just broke down in the interview. And I was like, that's how you know what you're doing is powerful. That's how you know what you're doing is really having an impact and you're changing someone's life. You're changing their well-being. You're changing their mental state. You're pushing them to be better. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoy this interview and um, subscribe and review. Let me know what you think. so many words, Be The Flow is a movement uh, that empowers people through self-love. You know, we all know someone that's hiding in the shadows of depression, uh, anxiety, trauma, addiction, or even self-doubt. 
Uh, so this is a movement that I've started back on June 11th that I felt it was necessary. It was just necessary to talk about. I um been watching everything and like one thing that did catch my eye was not only you are doing stuff on in on the west side North London like you mentioned and everything like that but you got a lot of different people that's like supporting you bro and for something starting out just to see that like that's impressive so I want to commend you for that I appreciate that yeah it's oh no it's it's, I mean it really has been overwhelming I mean um I think I was telling you prior it started with a dream back in 2016. Um, just with some of my own trials and tribulations, you know, from growing up as a child to becoming a man, some things I dealt with on my own, where I just knew it was time for uh, for something to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know what it was going to be, but I knew um, I wanted to try and make an impact uh, before I did leave this planet, especially right. now being a new father. Okay. I knew Congrats. I wanted to make sure, thank you. Uh, yeah, she's amazing. Rain Simone, Riley, Daddy loves you. Uh, <laughs> She's, uh, she's awesome, man, and, I, and then she, that was just that, that light switch, that flick that says, Scott, because I always knew I had something in me. Like, you know, I think everyone has something in them, you know? It's like, you know, you everyone strives for greatness, you know, and you know, say, oh, you got so much potential, but everybody really does have a gift. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yes, athletics opened up a lot of doors for me, but I always knew it was more. Uh, but along my journey, made some bad choices, some ups and downs. Uh, but the birth of my daughter um, really did, you know, make me feel like it was time for change. Mm-hmm. And even with that, I still had some 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 uh, some peaks and a lot of valleys. Right. But I'm here right now, man, and I'm I'm so excited about this movement. Again, like you said, um, I mean, uh, the beauty about the movement is that you can be the flow in whatever city you're in, okay. you know, whatever country you're in, you know, and uh, even with the apparel, like if you do purchase a t-shirt, you can customize your t-shirt with your area code, mm-hmm. you know, from 312 to 773, 708. I mean, I had someone, uh, today I posted on the on the page, I featured them today with 316, Wichita, Kansas, okay. you know, somebody else from Vegas the other day, you know, and it's just, it's just amazing, you know, because... Everyone, I, I feel, is connected some way because if it's not them struggling with something inside, they know someone and they're connected that way, whether it's a family, friend, or a co-worker. I feel like you talk about being a former athlete and then making that transition. What, what was it like? Like, Man. I understand you said you had your daughter being born. Like, what was it like finding out exactly that football, I mean football, well, for me it was football, but yeah. basketball for you might not have been exactly the way you were going to yeah. make your impact. Well, you know how it is. Like, when, when, you, when you're the man, you know, on, on, on a high school basketball team, but everybody telling you how great you are, then you know, your family's jumping for joy when you get a full college athletic scholarship, and then you get there, and you find out that, hey, everybody was the man on the high school right. team, you know, every, right. you know, everybody was the man. And so, you know, it's all about competition and finding your lane, which I did. I was very fortunate where I was able to start for four years. Uh, I, was a t- I was a captain my senior year, um, and I played with a lot of great guys, a lot of amazing people. Some of my best friends to this day are guys I played with in college. Um, but when that, when that time ended, when that last buzzer sounded, that, that final NCAA Real life starts to <laughs> right. And it's like, you know, I can remember a guy, a uh, junior, he was a really good player on the team. Uh, he was like, he came in the locker room and was like, it's okay, guys, we have next year. And as a senior, I wanted you to go, right, I wanted to go put my hands around it. Like, what do you mean we get next year? But that's when reality really did hit. Like, you know, what's going to happen now? Is there life after basketball? Um, and then when the professional thing didn't work out, you know, I was fortunate that I played for a great guy that saw something in me that I didn't see in myself that opened up the uh, door for me to start coach, uh, coaching college basketball. So you're taking all these tools you picked up on the basketball court uh, with the clipboard and you put it into Be The Flow. Like, yeah. What is that like having all these different people just... It's in my flock to you, dude. Like, man, I mean, I, and, and you know what? I've, I've been told that, like, you know, people, you know, have told me from a young age, like, when you walk into a room, you have a presence, you have an energy about yourself. But I really never got it. Right. Like, I'm like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> but now, like, I, I get it, you know, because, like, my coaching background um, has helped me, you know, take charge and, and uh, really step, put my, my best foot forward with this movement because it, it does allow me to use the experiences, good and bad, mm-hmm. to really navigate through this journey with the people that believe in this movement and want to make change, you know, because 
again, and we all have a story, and right. you never know what the next person, it's you know, going is going through. You know, we see so many people smiling outside, True. and they're just dying on the inside, True. man. Uh, and like you think of, you know, people recently like Anthony Bourdain and mm -hmm. Kate Spade, you know, I heard people saying like, how, how, how would they kill themselves? They had so much money. And I'm looking at them like, money has nothing to do with <laughs> happiness. But that's the perception of people who probably never had money think that that's life and that's not the case. So with the movement is really building a community of comfort, letting people know that you are not alone and that, you know what, it's okay to have a rough day. Right. And, you know, you come to the page and you can express that. I remember the first week, I, it knocked me off my chair, man. The first week, someone posted, like, how they just really had a rough day. It was hard to get out to bed. Mm -hmm. And I, at that time, we only had, like, probably, like, 40 followers. Right. Someone I've never met before reached out to that person they never met before and said, I'm praying for you. And you know what? I had a rough day today, too. And if you need anything, inbox me and we can talk about it. Then I got on a chain letter. Next, you know, we're inboxing each other. We're going back and forth. Now we're exchanging numbers, texting each other, uplifting each other, meeting each other for coffee. Because when you don't feel like you're alone, you know, you, you, you find strength from within. It's a sense of security almost to realize that, you know, Maybe it's just not me, I feel like. And that's the thing that I kind of picked up from the page, too, is, is just looking at you with some young, old, you know, working out, getting everybody hyped up in the gym. It's like, man, it's a whole different slew of people doing all these different stations, probably have no idea what they're doing out there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. everybody's out there yeah, trying to do this. <laughs> and that's the thing. And you look to the left, you look to the right, and you see someone as young as eight years old, and you look to your right and you see a grandmother right. at 68, you know, but we're all there, to there all, all there together pushing each other, uplifting each other, telling each other like you can do it, right. you know, because they know at the end of that last station, we all going to come huddle up in the middle and we all going to look at each other smiling like we made it and we did this together, you know, and, that, and that's a good feeling. You know, some people haven't worked out in years. Like, I've, I've been overweight for a while now, you know. <laughs> is helpful outside of medication with mental health is exercise right. and meditation and yoga. And those are all the things I'm incorporating into uh, the Be The Flow movement. What is it about you that made you want to put this together? You know, what well, about your story? And even gave you the, you know, the gumption to be like, I'm going to look up some shit that I have <laughs> no idea. Like, because we, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You can have no idea what yoga poses to start with. I mean, yeah. you know about athletics and everything, but yeah. things that people who haven't worked out for years should or shouldn't be doing. Like, you got to go through a lot of different yeah, things. Yeah. You know? I mean, I want to be totally transparent because I know some people may be wondering the same thing. Like, what? what is this? Like, what, is, what are you doing? But honestly, I grew up with a father who suffered from mental illness. Uh, my mother, uh, she's an amazing, she's an angel. She's the strongest person I know. Uh, she did her best job to hide it from us for the longest. I'm the youngest of three. Um, and I think my brother got the worst of it because when my dad was taking his medication, I mean, he was Superman. I mean, you, he was everything, taking you to the park, teaching you how to dribble, how to shoot, you know. Everything you can imagine that a you know a young black man in, in, in an inner city in the hood, you know, you know, we were lucky to have a dad. A lot of my friends didn't know who they dads were, you know. So, you know, um, but when he was off, I'm still a kid. I'm still looking at him as Superman. I didn't know until like probably like my junior year of high school. Like I'm like, wait, something's off, you know. And my mom hid it as long as she could. Um, but again, when he was on, he was on. But when he was off, you definitely can see. Uh, that, you know, like he wasn't a violent man or aggressive or anything like that, but he was very isolated. Like he just wanted to be alone, like family dinners. He didn't want to go out to, you know, just want to be by himself, you know? And, and I knew uh, that was hard for not only myself and my siblings, but also my mother. This is the man that she loved, you know, want to build his life with and his family. And she just kind of just, you know, she felt like he, she was losing him along the way. So. You know, in the back of my mind, like, uh, you know, I started off college as a communications major, but I ended up switching to be a social work major because, it, you know, I, I learned at a young age it is about service. It is about giving back. Uh, my grandmother, Geneva Williams, used to wake us up 
on Saturday mornings with her friend, Miss Snotgrass, to go feed the homeless. Wow. And we used to be mad. We used to be pissed, like, why are you waking us up to go feed these people? <laughs> and she used to tell her, baby, it's all about giving back. You have to find a way to give back and humble yourself. And now, as an adult, you know, uh, with the struggles I had as a kid, like, that transition from being an athlete to just being a regular person, you know? And then, you know, going from coaching college basketball to not coaching college basketball anymore, like really going through these dark spots in my, my life where, you know, I was questioning my worth, you know, I was questioning my purpose because, you know, all this time people telling me how great I am and all of a sudden, bang, you know, you're just like, where's everybody at? You know, so, um, you know, this past year, after getting married, after the birth of my daughter, I woke up one morning, honestly, Jordan, I woke up one morning, I looked at myself in the mirror, and I started crying. Like, I was emotional, man. Right. And, and I'm asking myself, like, why am I not happy? Like, I should be happy. I'm a new father. I'm a new husband. Like, what's going on? But I, I looked at, you know, myself, I had to self-reflect, and, and I just told my wife, like, you know what, I need help. Like, you know, I'm in this place that I feel like I'm stuck and I, I want to get out of this dark place. So I, I took some FMLA time away from work. Uh, my boss is amazing. You know, he didn't even question. He right. was like, do what you need to do. We'll be here when you get back. And I really just took, you know, about 30 to 35 days, to, to, you know, to step away, get away from Chicago. And that's when I really... Um, Got introduced to meditation. I got introduced to yoga. You know, I didn't drink. I didn't. So I, didn't I mean, I I cleared my mind, my body, my soul, man, and I really dug deep to see what is my purpose in life. Because the basketball days are over. You know, I'm like, you know, coaching may come around again, but you know, I'm still coaching. Like I do basketball clinics in the summer, open gyms for the kids. But I knew that was, that life is over. So what is really my purpose? What what can I do to make an impact? not only uh, for my community, but for the world. And um, through that time and that moment of clarity, man, it all started falling in place. It really did. I feel like it's one of the things where being a former athlete too, you think you can hold on to that for so oh, long. God, yeah. And I would say for me, it was probably around the age of like 25 where I finally was like, it's done. Yeah. Leave it, drop it, you know, move on, do something new, you know. Are you as excited about Be The Flow as it was? Oh. You know, is it is it something new or is it a replacement? You know, that's, that's one of the things that I, I, I wanted to ask you. I'm going to be honest, man. Like, you know, when I was coaching college basketball, um, my first job as an assistant basketball coach was at the University of North Dakota. I worked for an amazing coach named Rich Glass. Um, he taught me a lot about preparation. Uh, being there for five years, recruited a lot of great kids. A kid that even got drafted to the NBA. But it never felt like work. You know, when you really feel like you, you're passionate about something, it doesn't feel like work. And I was blessed that the guy I played college basketball for, Jim Whitehill, became the head coach at Loyola Chicago. And he called me one day, like, Rouse, you ready to come home? I'm like, hell, you feel pew. You know, like, you don't have to tell me twice, man. Like, I'm gone. You know, and it, it is nothing against the state of North Dakota. North Dakota is a beautiful place, man, beautiful people. But it was just time, you know, five years. Um, and I just, I, I was ready for change. I felt like, you know, I left a staff up there, uh, won a lot of games, kids I recruited up there, graduated, and I wanted to come home, you know. Coming back home, I was put in a different position. I wasn't in a recruiting position. I was director of basketball operations. I felt a little way about that. Right. That kind of put me in the dark place, but I worked through it. But now with the movement, that same passion, you know, that passion, like it doesn't feel like work, you know, um, getting up every day, you know, posting an inspirational post, right. you know, posting different principles that I wrote, um, you know, about the movement, you know, being able to go to the gym every day and seeing different faces walk right. through that door to just to come sweat, to be a part of the movement, be a part of the fitness group has been like amazing. Like I just wake up every day like, I wonder who's going to show up today, <laughs> you know? So and it's dope. It's a great feeling. So, you know, every day is something different, but I'm excited about each and every day moving forward. That's it's impressive, man. And how has the reaction been to people around you and everything like that? You know. So again, you know, you have those who are like, yeah, well, you know. And then they show up. You know, you know, you know, you know. You know, 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 you know
we're going to see how long this really goes. Because, you know, you know, you're going to always have doubters. Right. You're going to have naysayers. You know, everyone's not going to root for you. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. But I feel like as long as I'm passionate about it, the people who love me, that see this passion oozing out of me, supporting me, uplifting me, that's all I need. Because at the end of the day, it's about trying to make people feel comfortable to talk about whatever they're going right. through. You know, I know I've said it already, but it's about building a community of comfort, you know, and and if that means, you know, people like, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, let's see how long this goes, I'm okay with that because I'm going to keep grinding. I'm going to, you know, I've reached out to the aldermen, you know, like, hey, right. this facility may not be, you know, this facility won't be available at the end of the week. What can we do in our community? What facility is available so we can keep this momentum going? And they've been responsible. Like, hey, I'm gonna, let me work with you. Let me see what I can find. Let's let's keep this going because this has been really beneficial for, for the community. Mm. I think that's another thing to look at as well. You know, how how is that impact on like just not only your neighborhood, but you know, outside? Are you traveling on oh. to different places, or people just coming to you? You know, like how are you approaching it that way? Well, the, the, beauty, that the, way? the beauty about it is, first of all, a lot of people repair. It's like, why are you doing it Monday to Friday? I work, you know, but I work in education, so I have summers yeah, off. So yeah. this is just what happened. You know, uh, having the summers off, I just like you know, this time, like you know, let's get it going now. We have the space. Um, you know, and, and it, I just felt like, you know, why wait? So let's get it going now because now with the school year starting back, I won't be able, I won't have access to that facility. I won't be able to go Monday through Friday as of now. Uh, maybe hopefully in the evenings, but we're definitely going to go on weekends. Saturday mornings, we're going to break it down. Um, where we can go 9 to 10, you know, meditation, 10 to 11, yoga, 11 to 12, fitness. And the goal is to, like, one day, I mean, one Saturday morning, we, we bring it to Inglewood. One okay. Saturday morning, you know, we, bring, you know we, we keep it on the north side. Then we keep it on the east side, and we coming back to the west side. Then hopefully we can take it to Detroit, take it to Minnesota. I mean, it's all about building this, you know. And I know right now it's new. Everybody's still kind of scratching their head, like, Oh, he's really bringing like the mental, you know, mental health. Like, yeah, because it's necessary, mm -hmm. and we want to be the floor in every city. You know, we want to like, travel the world and like, you know, talk about what's really necessary to talk about. That's leads me to my other question. You know, are going to take it city to city and everything like that. Is that something that was already a part of the vision, or is it something that you yeah, just feel right yeah. now? Yeah, I mean, that, that was one, like, when the, when the idea clicked about, you know what, people should be able to customize their shirts with their area code, because we're coming to a city near you, wow. and if, you know, um, you know, I was telling my wife, like, Baby, I don't want this to be a Chicago thing. I want this to be a world thing. I want to be able to travel the world and be the flow in different cities and hopefully in different countries because it's still in certain countries and certain cultures where mental health is like, you know, shunned upon to talk about. Even in our community, man, like it's still a taboo topic. Oh, don't talk to crazy Larry, Uncle Larry. He just leave him over there, leave him alone over there. You know, he gonna be all right. But why? Maybe Larry need a hug. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe Larry needs somebody to ask him, how was your day today? Right. You know, and, and that's what this movement is all about, like making people understand, like, dude, like, it's okay if you're struggling, whether it's with anxiety and depression. I mean, you got people right now, I know friends that had childhood trauma that can't watch certain things on right. television or certain movies because right. it triggers them, you know? And I think one of the most untalked about uh, mental uh, health, uh, mental illness, a mental health um, thing that people don't want to talk about is self doubt. Mm. I mean, so many people. I know so many talented people. I mean, even myself included, that have all these, that had all these dreams and goals. But then I talk myself out of them because I'm like, well, maybe you know, maybe it's just not timing, or maybe I really can't do it, or maybe it won't work. I mean, think about all the great things that could, really could come about if people follow through with their goals and dreams. And it's true, too, and I think it's one of the things that I saw with, like, comedy and even with the podcast, and like I told you before, just talking yeah. to people and everything, and like you said, you had those naysayers, like, it's people that's been, I've been sitting down talking to them, clearly, like, I'm talking to you, like, well, I don't think you're funny, and okay, and, all right, yeah. you know, you sometimes you gotta take that, and I'm like, of, of course it hurts, of course it yeah, makes you feel you a certain me. way, and then you get into it, like you said, you get the months of preparation, and you start building, oh, well, you never invite us to a show, no, you said I was <laughs> <laughs> so why would I waste my time? Uh -huh. 
you're not gonna enjoy yourself. But those that's being people. a good friend yeah. to me. But <laughs> those are those people, you know. Well, I don't think you're funny, and then boom, here you go, headliner for someone. You're the headliner, <laughs> and like Jordan, I've known you forever. Why did I get tickets? You said, you said, I don't want you to come out and not enjoy yourself. Exactly. But right. then, then you being a smart ass. <laughs> so the same thing could be the, for be the flow. You know, yeah. you start off, we can be sitting there watching you on CNN, Fox News, somewhere. I'm taking it to Switzerland. I'm taking it here. You know, like that's the goal. And, and you're right. Sometimes you can have a lofty goal. It can be real high, and, and maybe you won't make it to that pinpoint, that precipice, or wherever you're trying to go. But I think some, you know, milestones along yeah. the way are even better. You know, I mean, that's yeah. the way I look at it. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. But you know, you have to you have to challenge yourself. I mean, and as as athletes, like you want to challenge. True. You know, like, you know, at my darkest time, man, when I realized that I needed help, I needed to take a step back and really, like, you know, I wrote principles for the movement. And I'm very passionate about these principles because these are steps that I had to take to get me where I am right now. And that first principle that I wrote was allow yourself to hit the reset button. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's okay, you know, I tell people it's okay to wipe your slate clean. It's okay to start over. It's okay to rewrite your story. Like, just because you started in this lane doesn't mean you have to finish in that lane. And that's exactly what I did. And, you know, I just went on, and the second principle I wrote was that belief comes from within, because if you don't believe in yourself, it's not going to happen. No one else is going to keep patting you on your back and telling you how great you are. You know, like giving you a pity party. So I had to uplift myself that way by telling myself, like, Scott, you you know, you do have purpose. You do have worth. And, you know, that's something that I just had to tell myself, knowing that I've always knew I had it in me. But along the way, I lost that. I really did lose that, man. So, I mean, I love I love what, what's going on right now. The energy has been amazing. Right. I mean, I had some people inbox me the other day, like, hey, I just ordered my shirt, sh- uh, shirts. I'm in North Dakota. Right. I remember you from coaching up here. So, I mean, you got people, like, who would ever think, like, from Wichita to Nevada to Philly. I got people, you know, in New York now, like, you know, you know, bringing the flow to their city, you know, customizing shirts is their area calls. I'm like, that is so dope, right. you know, and I'm like, this is only the beginning. Right. And I can see the excitement and everything coming off of you, man. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like, yeah. man, you know, you yeah. get some good energy to you, bro, and I everything like that, that man. man. Like, what, what has your approach been for minorities, you know? Because like you said, it's already shown for us to talk about mental health and everything yeah. like that. How has your approach been different when you going into the hood and saying, hey, man, let's do this and let's do that? Well, you know what? Again, like, you know, being a child that grew up in K-Town, right there on Monroe Cost, on the west side, right. uh, you know, we, sent, we saw it all, man, you know, from gun violence at a young age, drug, you know, that's when crack was in the streets, like, hard, man, like, you know, some of the, you know, parents that used to be at barbecues at your house are now strung out trying to break in your house, you know, like, it was bad. Um, and then with my dad, you know, with his struggles with mental health, um, you know, it just, it just makes me more aware that our community is a community that needs to be, have something, mm-hmm. you know, something where they do feel comfortable enough to say, you know what, you know, my anxiety doesn't allow me to do A, a B, and C. Right. You know, or, or my depression really, I really struggle to get out to bed to go to work in the morning. But you know what? Again, I, you know, I talk about the community of comfort. You know, I, I post these inspirational posters every morning for a reason. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like even after those first couple of weeks when I was doing it, people was like, wow, thank you. I needed that today. That helped me just jumpstart my day. And that means a lot, you know, because, it, you know, when I read the inspirational post, it, it, it uplifts me. It right. gets me started. You know, I clap my hands and my wife is like, you need to stay off the espresso because <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be wired. I'll be ready, ready to go. go. Like, let's go seize the day. And, like, you know, I ask people in the videos, too, like, what are you doing? Who are you uplifting today? Because that's some of the most gratifying. That's one of the biggest gratifying feelings to myself, like, putting a smile on someone's face. And, it, and that can happen through a simple handshake or a hug, right. man, or just a hello. You know, and, um, you know, this city, we move so fast in Chicago, you know, and people don't even want to say hello. You know, you walk in, you walk in your head down here. You know, the brothers know we give each other the nod. You know, that's universal, man. You know, we we give each other the nod. But, like, when was the last time you walked down the street and someone just said hello? You know, just smile. You know, that that can change someone's mood or someone's day. So, like, in our community, man, I want people to feel like it's okay to say hello. It's okay to smile at someone. You know, like, hey, how was your day today? 
you know, and, and my wife, you know, she gives me stuff all the time because I'm all the energy I bring. Like, when we go out to eat, you know, I don't treat the server like, oh, go get my food. Like, hey, how's it going? Hey, what's going on? Hey, thank you. you. Man, you're doing a great job. Like, you know, I try and bring that energy because I, I believe the universe is, is all about that energy. You know, like, if, you, if you're positive, positive things are going to happen and positive people are going to surround you. Right. But if you're like, oh, woe is me, oh, gosh, shucks, this is, see, everything just sucks, you know. Sometimes that energy, like, it, it, it weighs on you, mm-hmm. you know. So now the movement is is, is hoping, hopefully allowing people to say, you know what, I do feel that way, but let me go to this page. Let me see what's going on on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. And if they can read a post, it's just, because now, like, I got coworkers posting stuff. Like, they have access nice. to Facebook, they're posting stuff. And I'm like, damn, that was dope. Why did I think of that? Right, right. You know, but that's what it's about. You know, everyone can post on the page, you know, um, you know, whatever you feel. And, and I'm hopefully not if myself, someone that's following the movement to reach, reach out and uplift you. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than I thought, man. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, for it's, you to just be starting out without, like, you are, that's a lot, man. To even invite people in, then it's something that you know you cultivate. And that's one of the things I talk to about a lot with people on the show is the idea that being a creator or being a creative, entertainer or whatever, you put your art or whatever it is out there and you don't really want everybody to have so much input yeah, on it. Yeah. Where does that comfortability come from with you just saying, you know what, okay, Post something here for me, you know. I like that. I like that you, you know. I just think the people that have been posting, um, they lived it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, they they've been transparent to say, you know what, I struggle with depression. Right. I've struggled with anxiety. I had some childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. I really, I really like you know. Some people like you know, I struggle with addiction. Mm-hmm. Like. Um, you know, the self-doubt, again, these are things that people have been, like, some people haven't even met, like, on a personal level, right. like, inbox, like, hey, this has really hit home, you know, I've been struggling with anxiety my whole life, is it okay if I post something on the page? I'm like, yeah, like, feel free, don't ask my permission. Right. I said, again, this is the community of comfort where you need, if you need to vent, if you need to just go on a whole <laughs> rant about how your week has right. been, Please do, because that'll allow someone in the community to reach back out to you to hopefully to get you to a better place. And then we'll conversate about it. I think that's one thing, yeah. too, that we kind of miss out on. For me, the idea is that if you can have something bad going on, like even with me and my girl, hey, you know, this happened to me, or the same thing, like you said, for me, my idea of, like, not so much venting, but if I'm going through something and I know it's, go, it's bringing me down, and I think I'm pretty, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to put it on somebody else. But you know what? I think communication and being able to talk about those struggles or those pains or whatever you're really dealing with is the best therapy ever, wow. man. Because again, you know, um, you know, I know a lot of my friends and family. They look at like therapy like therapy. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I just I'm saw a post that said that, like, you know, if you go to therapy, you got to pay for it. You gotta all this, you gotta you what, my wife and I did premarital counseling. Okay. And I was running back to my boys like, dude, y'all should go to counseling. Like, <laughs> so I said, I'm like, man, they got me in there crying. I'm in there laughing. I'm like, I'm in there finding out things about myself. I ain't right. even, you know, that I buried down. Right. That I'm like, wow. And like, we still go to, we still go to counseling now, you know, just because it's necessary. Because she may feel a certain way about something in the way I'm navigating. And I may feel a certain way about something she said. And you know, we don't want to rock the boat in the house, but when we go to therapy, like, okay, fair game, talk let's talk it, let's talk through it. And it, it, it man, it, it hasn't done anything but made our relationship stronger. So, you know, being able to come to the page, you know, whether it's, you know, Instagram or Facebook and being able to vent on how you feel, this is a therapeutic community. This is <laughs> this is an outlet for you to do so, so someone can reach out again and try and uplift you. If nothing else, just listen. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's deep, man. Yeah, Especially I for mean, something that's so like, I'm just amazed. Like, maybe it's only because we're looking at something totally different than what I've been used to talking to people about. Um, the idea of being flow is to bring people in yes. and allow them to be able to express themselves as opposed to someone expressing themselves and putting it out, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, totally, totally. And, and I mean, you hit it on the head. I mean, man, I, I, got, I got so many stories you share, like, from people inboxing me and, like, telling me this and that. Because, like, some of my closest friends, like, they're family members, 
have inboxed me like, look, my family doesn't even know this about me, but the fact that you started this is giving me the courage to now talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow. And I was like, well, I won't say anything, you know. If, if you, you want to talk right, about it. Right, if you, if you want to talk about it, I'm here for you. And now, like, one of them has even had the courage to post, like, what she's going through on the on the page. And right away, her cousin calls me like, dude, did you know? Hey, brother, I'm like, hey, you know, that was, that's, you know, this is something that she confided in me, uh, but she's working through it, and as a family, I think you guys should rally around her and ask her if she needs any help, you know, so, um, she's, she's, she's joined the fitness, the Beautiful Fitness Group, and she's like, oh my God, I haven't worked out in about 10 years, but, but she still feels good to just get yeah, all to get it out, that release, man, get them endorphins going, man, and we pushed her to, she was ready to quit at halftime, we do four quarters of five, five stations of circuit training, awesome. and, uh, and have, we're like, okay, clapping up, it's halftime, you know, stay hydrated, you know, we meet back in two minutes, going to third quarter, she's like, uh-uh, baby, I'm done, <laughs> I'm like, no, you're not, no, you're not, I said, matter of fact, I'm switching groups, you are, I'm, I'm in your group now, and we modified some things for her, but we pushed her through, and at the end, she broke down crying, and, uh, to see people break down barriers, dog, I feel you. I can feel that coming off of you right now. And it's even one of those things. The next question I was going to yeah. have was that, how does it feel to be that impactful and influential man, on someone you don't even know sometimes? Yeah, it's amazing, man. I mean, I mean, I look at people and, uh, man, excuse me, I'm getting emotional. No, I can keep on talking because I realized that same thing, dude. My mom and my aunt have been going out to this workout thing, dude. They've been doing this for six weeks. I never felt so happy and yeah. proud of them from seeing them do the exercise to, to the point where I was struggling with some of this stuff. I'm just yeah. like, man, like, now I know how it felt for them to watch me do something for my entire life. Yeah. For me to be, for them to be living vicariously through me in a way. Yeah, no and I'm doubt. sitting there watching them work out and just... Kill the workout. I'm like, man, I can't even do this. But, but I was so the, happy. You can know. see the change in their eye right, too, exactly. like, like the energy that they have right it's now. Just like, but you know, like like this young lady, man, like you know, and like I felt her pain, you know, because again, with my own struggles, man, when I just. I kind of just lost myself, man. And I was self-medicating, man. I was drinking, I'm, you know, just living a reckless lifestyle, man. And I really had to take a step back and look at myself and like, Scott, what the hell are you doing? You're better than this, man. You're not a, you're not a drunk. You're not a drunk. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, dude. Like, like and, and, and I'm telling you, once I was able to really, like, allow myself to hit the reset button, um, and start just write, rewriting my story, man, and finding that passion and that purpose and, and understanding my worth. And now to be able to give this energy off uh, with the movement and seeing her break down, like, because she was just so happy that she made it through. And we were there uplifting her and cheering her on and, you know, like we're doing down and back, you know, because I mean, you know, the circuit training, we go in a minute. You got to keep going for a whole minute. You get a 30, 20 seconds of catching breath, rotate to the next station. And she just, you saw her, she just wanted to quit so bad. But the fact we were picking her up and uplifting her, and she made it through the end. And she broke down crying. We all just embraced her, man. I mean, I got emotional. Other people got emotional. You saw me getting emotional out talking about it because that's what this is all about, man. It really is because... You know, and I want to be very clear when I when I when I talk about people who suffer with addiction, it's not just I'm not just talking about drugs or, or alcohol. This is people who suffer from addiction from eating, you know, eating addictions. You know, it's people who stressed out that eat to comfort that that stress. I heard that once as a kid. A young lady told me that as a kid. Yeah, it's she real. Told me that and I was like, wow. Man, addiction comes in so many forms. It's people that's addicted to hating themselves. You know, it's, it's, it's you know, this, this lane is so wide, man. And, um, you know, I don't want people to just think like, oh, well, I don't have a drug or alcohol problem. This movement isn't for me. No. You can be addicted to hating yourself. You can be addicted to food. I mean, it's, it's so many different things that this movement is all about letting you know that you're not alone. And if you need, you need to be uplifted, you need someone to tell you that you matter, that you, mm -hmm. that you count, that you're here for a reason, you have a gift. That's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. And that's mind-blowing, bro. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm passionate about I've always been a passionate, animated person. Right. But again, when I lost myself along the way, like even, you know, people who truly knew me, 
like, dog, you okay? Because like, I didn't have that, that, uh, you know, like, you know, they just saw me kind of flowing through life, you know, and I was, I was flowing through life, man. I thought it was cool just to drink every day and, you know, drink after work and drink on the weekend, old football yeah, all this drink. My stomach is hurting, you just talking you about that. You feel me? The basketball game all this drink, you know, it was like, I was just finding excuses, man, finding reasons just to self-medicate because I was in that funk, I was in that depression, I had all that self-doubt. Uh, but I just knew it, it's over, man. Like, I I know what's inside of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm about to unleash it. And I'm about to let the whole world feel it. And it was just time, man. And, um, you know, because I deserve that. You know, my wife deserves that. My daughter deserves that. And, uh, you know, the people that st- continue to may still doubt, I'm not worried about that That's at right. all. That's, I feel like one thing that has been opened up to me now is the idea of, like, being on stage and doing comedy and trying to do a stand-up thing saying your jokes and maybe it don't hit it's like I get to kind of rejoice in the work that I've done on myself <laughs> as far as mentally being able to take that in because you're going in you can have an entire week but you're just terrible on stage you know and I think that part of it was athletics and part of it was me doing that workout stuff and then I remember telling people before man yeah sometimes when I go to the gym I just go and meditate afterward you don't do no meditation I'm like dude I, I mean all it is is just sitting there not thinking about a lot of different things yeah. for 10 minutes. Do it for 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 but you minutes. know what? A lot of people can't. Because they stay, they hit And look, and trust me, I brought you some swag because one of the things about one of the t shirts that I do have um, is, is, is be the flow and the headphones. Mm-hmm. The headphones are symbolic to block out the noise. Wow. You know, because people like be the flow. They, right away, they think music. Okay. You know, but that has nothing. Trust me, music is very therapeutic. Right. I love music. Right. Um, but, you know, the, the headphones on the Be The Flow t-shirt is, is symbolic to block out the noise. Because when you actually do block out the noise and you can center yourself, you can just, man, count your breaths and just get to that place of peace, man, it's game changing. Right. It's game changing. And trust me, I never thought in my life I would be meditating. But there's a thing, you, 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 you. I was introduced to that stuff early on. And I realized, like when you said that, when I did say, man, you know, I just meditate, just sit there, or even when I'm going to sleep right before I go to bed or something like that. And like you said, people never done it. Like, I was introduced to meditation doing, like, karate. Like, I got a joke. I was the only kid on the south side trying to win a fucking street fight doing karate. And I was a white belt. If you know what a white belt is, oh, nigga, you don't know shit. First level, right? Right, and they introduced us in the meditation, and it was so hard early on. But now yeah. when you get older, you start thinking, okay, this is how I do. You learn how to properly do that. But what about the yoga, man? Like, what is the yoga person in the world but again I found peace in it because it does push you to limits that you didn't think you can do to the point to me where it's almost scary how challenging yoga yeah. is for it to be so simple oh, and not and what I'm used to is you know oh, yeah, no, no violence no like not that much exertion but all of the exertion of the mind and the muscles that you didn't even know you had I'm trying to tell you I, 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 was, I was sweating like I played four quarters of yep. basketball in there man and uh, you know it's different yoga it's hot yoga mm-hmm. and you know uh, urban yoga and you know um, but the thing that I found out is that you know, you, you wouldn't know if you like it unless you try it. Right. You know, and that's why, you know, the, the, the wellness program that Be The Flows, um, you know, invite people to join. It's okay if you don't want to do medica- meditation. It's okay if you don't want to do yoga. But, you know, maybe fitness is for you. But maybe all three is for you. At least you want to give people lanes to say, you know find what? Find a way to make it you work. You know, and I encourage everybody to try all three. And just not don't try it one time because trust me, the first time I have uh, tried meditation, I'm like, this don't work. This don't work. Man, what y'all got me in here doing? I'm peeking out my eye like, see where everybody else doing. Well, I got my eyes closed. They staring at me. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm tripping. But when I actually bought in, and I was able to, you know, be able to catch, you know, count my breaths and like really like, you know, like block out the noise. Man, I do it daily. I, I meditate twice a day before when I wake up and before I go to bed, just to find that peace, man. To kind of just gather my thoughts and to see what 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 I'm gonna challenge, you know, the next day. What am I gonna do? What what's gonna happen? And you know, I love it. You a brave dude, man. Yeah. Just like just saying, 
the the reactions to what you got going on, and then introducing those new ideas to people. Sometimes that's a challenge in itself. Oh no doubt, because no one who likes change. You know, who likes change? I mean, you know, you got people that's miserable, been at the same job for 40, 50 years. But they feel like, well, I have to have a job. Well, if you're not happy, why not try to find a different job? You know, and, and, and people in relationships stay in marriages when they're not happy for years. Well, we got kids together. We just, you know, it's cheaper to keep. But no, if you're not happy, go be happy. You only get one shot at this life. And that's the beauty about, like, like my relationship. Trust me, I'm sure there's a couple of times my wife is like, all right. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to pack your bag for you. But she's been so supportive with this, man. I, you know, she's the COO. She's second in charge. She believes in the mission. She believes in the movement. She comes with some amazing ideas. Well, one of her very best friends, friends, who came to our wedding in St. Croix, uh, moved from Las Vegas, Nevada to Illinois, and she's wow. a certified yoga instructor. Wow. And not even a month into the movement, she reached out right away. It was like, I want to be a part of this. You know, I heard him mention yoga. I will come out. I will, you know, run the classes for him. Let's do this. Man. And I'm like, wow. And, you know, um, one of my co-workers, Carl Collins, he's the one. He's the personal trainer at City Fit USA. I always throw shouts out to him. This dude is amazing. I just met this dude this past year. And uh, he's a young brother from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, he has a story. You know, he, he, he moved here with his girlfriend and, you know, uh, we talked about some things and I told him what was going on and he jumped right in, like, let's do it. It's been amazing, man. You know, a uh, young lady I grew up with uh, in grammar school in the neighborhood, uh, she does urban meditation. Like, um, she's amazing. This is something that she jumped on board with right away. So I want to be a part of the team. Like, you know, and these are people like, I can't pay you. Like, this is like, I'm, I do this for free. Like, and they're like, look, we believe in what you're doing. You know, we you know we can see like maybe something come out of this in the long run because that's that is what we want to do. We want to be able to have workshops in different cities, bring out speakers like yourself, other professional athletes. That you now today I'm I'm looking at NFL Network today, and I know Brian Dawkins recently uh, came out talking about his depression struggles. But today Steve Smith, former wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers, he comes out and talks about his story. But you talk to these people every day, and you find out these different athletes and all these people, famous people are dealing with this depression. I don't understand why it's so hard for people to believe that. In a way, you're kind of isolated. Yeah. One. Two, you're kind of separated from your family because you're in a totally different tax bracket and yeah. you're sometimes a new yeah. location. And I have a buddy who just came out about anxiety and everything like that. And $40 million contracts. Yeah. Huh? Something's wrong with you. You got all this money. And again, like, uh, like money. Biggie said it the best. More money, more problems. Or even the idea that if we think about the NBA Finals yeah. with J.R. Smith, and I know you've probably seen that mistake that he made yes. when, he, when he didn't call a timeout or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So you say, okay, that's not a big deal. He just missed. Yes, it is. Because you know why? They're going to play that mistake over and over oh, and over yeah. For yeah. the rest of his entire yes. life. Yes. Not only his life, but his kids' yes. kids' life. Yes. When they talk about the reason why LeBron didn't win that championship, yeah. Yeah. they want to throw that in there. You know but what I'm that's saying? the world we live in. It's so easy to point the finger. Mm -hmm. Because if people judge me on my past, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have one person believing in this movement. Wow. And that's real. I've, I've, made, I've made a lot of bad mistakes. But everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has issues. Everybody has problems. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I don't have them. Right. Maybe you might not know well, about them. Exactly. <laughs> and that's right. And that's okay because there's some people, though, that, you know, they got all these skeletons in their closet. And those are usually the quickest ones to, to judge others, you know. Savage. And, you know, that's life. And, and the one thing I've learned now since I have begun rewriting my story is that it's all about that positive vibe, that positive energy, you know, being the flow to say, you know what, I'm gonna move, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna move past that. I'm not just gonna like be clouded around that negative vibe, you know, and I can't because uh, like I'm really in a good place right now. Right. My marriage is thriving, the movement is thriving, my daughter's just happy, you know, she smiles every day, she makes us smile. I mean, this is it's a beautiful thing that's going on. Uh, you know, some of my closest family members haven't, you know, they haven't purchased a shirt, they haven't came to a workout, and they just kind of probably sitting back like either waiting for me to fail or for waiting for me to fumble at the goal line. And that's okay, I told my mother that today. 
And she like, well, I wonder why they ain't support. Why they ain't, like, mama, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's like, mama. <laughs> but it's the same thing. I've said that, too, on this. It's, it's when I think you can have so much support for so long. Yeah. And people really believe, like, oh, this person needs me to do this. And when you move and you say, I'm going to do what I want to do, whether I have your support or not, it's fine. Not only that, because of what you supported me on before, yeah. I appreciated that no so doubt. much. No I'm doubt. not going to hold you accountable for no this. Doubt. No <laughs> doubt. I'm sure along the way I've let some people die, you know, with some decisions or, you know, self-sabotaging situations. But, you know... I don't live in my past. Mm-hmm. I've learned from my past. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the way I'm, the, the place I am right now, and the fact that my wife has been so supportive and believing in me, man, and my mama, she's going to always be my number one fan. I mean, right that's up. all I need. Mm-hmm. You know, because again, you know, the pressure is on me now to be an amazing father, to be an amazing husband, and, 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 and to lead this, this movement in the right direction because I know the help that I needed. And I now that we, you know, we're starting this wellness program, seeing people come in and they come in smiling like, you going to hurt us today? Right, <laughs> like, yeah, right, we might right, get after it, but we're going to uplift each other. Like, this is, this is necessary. Mm-hmm. It's necessary. And that's why I'm so excited. Hopefully, by the week's end, I know a new location for our weekend sessions to start. Okay. I already got the team in place for the meditation, yoga, and the fitness. Uh, so now it's just about growing the community, man. You know, getting more people, you know, taking it to different districts, different wards. You know, so I'm excited. All right, but we're going to wrap up now. We almost had an hour, but three things you would tell somebody starting out something new. If they're creative, if they want to do something like Be The Flow, if they, you know, artists, whatever. You know, three things you would tell them. Uh, number one, dream, man. Dream big. Number two, don't let anyone, anyone disturb your groove or your vibe, man. And whatever, whatever you do, always follow through with your plans and goals. Man, I mean that's one of the principles as well that I wrote. You, if it's everyone can talk a good game. I've been there. <laughs> everyone can have dreams and goals. I've been there, but you have to follow through. For the follow through is necessary. It's essential. You have to do it. And every day I challenge myself. What have I, what have I done today to make beat the flow? take a step forward in the right direction. And I think that's necessary for anybody, whether you're a chef, a singer, a comic, an athlete, challenge yourself to be better that next day. I got this deal. Everybody always laughs at me when I say it. Say it. It's a Kanye confidence level. So okay. I'm like a Kanye fan. I'm like, I don't know why. I love him. <laughs> even though he's he he going through some stuff right now, but you know what? That's okay. He, he's not alone. He might need to come to Shrine and visit me the phone. I would love it. I would love it. Kanye, check out the It's Your World podcast, man. It's on the real. Check us out. Come on home, man. We love you, brother. Yeah, but where are you right now from college dropout to now yet? So you can rate yourself on a discography of Kanye, of Mr. Kanye West. Where's your confidence or what you got going on? Because it seems pretty I'm waiting on you to be like life of Pablo, you know. Look, look I'm going to tell you like this, man. College dropout is a hip-hop classic. I, I just don't know. It's just certain albums that people make. Even, you know, they'll come with something that's dope, a fire, album two, album three, but it's just certain albums that you can just put on, press play, and just let go. (laughs) And with with Biggie, it's juicy, you know? With Nas, it's Illmatic, but that college dropout with with Ye, man, I mean, that's that's just a classic that I just, I can just press play play and just let it ride. So that's where your confidence is and what you got going on? Well, no, as far as far as what I'm doing, (laughs) as far as what I'm doing, I'm trying to take this thing to a whole other level where he, like, he has. I mean, this man, I mean, from where he started to where he's at now, I mean, outside of all his personal issues, I mean, the man is a genius. Mm -hmm. And again, he had a dream, he had a goal, and he followed through with those things. And that's kind of where my infatuation with him comes from. Yeah, yeah, because, like, he's from where we're from, man. He's from the streets of Chicago, man. Yes, his mother was an educator, uh, but, you know, life wasn't easy. Right. You know, so he, he still had dreams, and I'm sure she wanted him to be getting an education, probably be a doctor, lawyer, or something. And this dude in the basement making beats. <laughs> no, mom, I'm, I'm getting it in this. Believe it. Right, I'm getting in this music game, but she believed in her son. He believed in himself enough to follow through with his plans and goals. And I'm on that same path, man. Like you know, because people look at me like, oh, so you're bringing awareness to mental health? 
What do we, we need right now? And I think it's in a time where we haven't discussed it yet, but with this culture, how everything is changing, yeah. how I even said on one episode of a podcast I did last week, we're talking about all these different things that we can bring up from race, sexuality, oh uh, yeah. just violence, period, violence you see on TV, violence you're witnessing, you know, and then they're trying to tell different people how to react to it. Yeah. What better time than now to start giving people tools yes. to deal yes. with those type of yes. things. And I think that's what really is catching my eye would be the flow. When you're talking about going into the hood, having people work out, you got people in other countries wearing the shirts, you got yeah. people in other, you know, yeah. others, other different, all these different environments, yeah. all these people from these different places, like, that's big. Yeah, shout out to my boy Tracy K for representing Paris <laughs> France. That blew my mind. You know, that blew my like, mind. The idea that something that you thought of you dreamed up, yeah. you put it on paper. It's international within the first two to three months of when yeah. you start. It's mind blowing. That's huge. It's mind blowing. And it needs to be talked about, and that's why I wanted to have you on. Well, the show. I appreciate you, Brian. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, like, I told my wife, I, I've been so geeked all week. Like, man, I you know, know, like, somebody has to be on their podcast. <laughs> and she was like, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm so I appreciate you, brother. You're doing big things. Please let me know next time you perform. And me and my wife will definitely come support. Uh, but this is what it's all about, you know, giving people uh, platforms to share their stories and speak their truth. So appreciate thank you. that, man. No appreciate this guy. <laughs> well, that was this week's episode, guys. Appreciate you checking it out. Make sure you follow Scott on uh, Instagram. At Be The Flow 2016. Make sure you go get your gear, get a shirt. Be The Flow.myshopify.com. Hit them up on the page. You'll find out where they're having the workouts at. I know he says they're going to be going through some changes as far as location is concerned because they're going into the school year. They might have to move around a little bit. Reach out to them. And if you don't um, have his info or you can't re- get a hold of him, reach out to me and I'll ask him what's going on. I'll be sure to post it and let people know what's going on too. You really. Um, you really never know what you can get out of the people. Like I said, I mean, I thought it was amazing to see all the different types of people and different um, backgrounds these people were coming from, posting stuff on this page and saying these different things and putting their sayings out there, having the discussions and just doing big things, man. Like, this shit is dope. And I just had to get them on. Uh, happy to help somebody, you know, really trying to make a different difference, get out there and put their name out there. Like, it was very powerful to me. Very powerful to me. I just hope that, um, you know, I hope it's one of those things that he can continue to do. And his vision that he has seems so big. And he, he talks a lot about that, too, like setting the goals, having the attitude to do that. I think he's ready for it. I think he is um, really just focused on helping people really reach those different milestones throughout their life, um, change their mental health, and really just doing the best that they can to be the best version of themselves. I know that sounds cliche as hell, but sometimes, you know, when you're talking about the different things that people go through, you have to really cycle through different stuff. You know, you have to go reach in your past, find different things that affected you, unpack all that information, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of that shit. You got to sometimes attack it. And um, I think that's part of what he's doing, you know, having people realize, you know, maybe I am doing some things that I shouldn't be doing. Maybe, you know, maybe I can make some changes and shit like that. So I really um, wish you luck, Scott. I hope people follow you, man. I hope... Anybody can uh, reach out to him, like I said. But yeah, just like I said before, man, just reach out. You never know what you can get from it. But before you go, make sure you also subscribe and review to the page, to the page, to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram at it's your world, I-T-S-U-R world pod underscore. And we're also on Twitter under the same uh, handle at it's your world pod underscore at ITS. You are world, W-O-R-L-D-P-O-D underscore. Find us on Facebook. You can follow the page there. Reach out to me. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, too, at itsjordanbruh, at I-T-S-J-O-R-D-A-I-N-B-R-U-H underscore. The I means I'm black. Don't forget that. And with that said, don't forget, it's your world. I'm out.